You're listening to the PCOS Collective, the podcast that helps you manage your PCOS symptoms without restriction. I'm your host, Alex Williams, a registered associate nutritionist who specializes in PCOS management and food freedom. Before we get started, a quick message from this season's sponsor. This season of the PCOS Collective is sponsored by Time Health. Time Health produce UK-made, high-quality inositol supplements for people with PCOS. Keep listening to learn more about Time Health's inositol products and for an exclusive discount code for listeners of the PCOS Collective. Welcome to the PCOS Collective. We are talking all about fertility today, getting pregnant with PCOS. And first of all, I want to say that yes, it is possible. I am sending you so much compassion and so much support if you are trying to conceive. So a common misconception when someone receives a diagnosis of PCOS is that you can't get pregnant and that there's actually a lot of scaremongering I have seen surrounding even when you are pregnant with PCOS, that there are a lot of risks. And whilst fertility in people with PCOS is an understandable concern, considering common symptoms are irregular or no menstrual periods at all, and the main reason that people with PCOS have trouble getting pregnant is because they don't always ovulate regularly. So if ovulation isn't occurring, then pregnancy won't occur. But I think it's really important to remember that people with PCOS give birth to the same as those without PCOS. It may just take a little longer to get pregnant. So let's talk about how we can prepare you for conception. The aim here really is to nurture and nourish your body, which first of all really does mean eating enough. And there is so, so much information out there all about losing weight to be able to get pregnant. But the way I like to think about it is you can't pour from an empty cup. When you're trying to get pregnant, we need enough energy, we need enough nutrients to support fertility. And this chronic restriction that we often put ourselves under results in low estrogen levels and a high cortisol level, which is already likely to be high if you have PCOS. Plus, it also results in low T3 levels, which also reduces fertility. Restriction under eating may present in the form of not having enough calories, so not enough energy during the day, but you may be eating enough calories but not getting enough nutrient-dense foods to get the specific nutrients required to support your body to conceive. For many, the experience of trying to get pregnant with PCOS can also be a really, really stressful time. As individuals with PCOS are already sensitive to stress, prioritising things like good sleep hygiene, so being mindful of caffeine intake, blue light intake before bed, as well as thinking about stress management techniques that work for you. Things like yoga, meditation, journaling, creative hobbies, taking time for yourself is especially important when trying to conceive. I love recommending Time Health Inositol supplements to my clients, as Inositol can be so useful to help people with PCOS manage their symptoms. But there are so many Inositol supplements out there, it can feel overwhelming figuring out which one to choose. The reason I recommend Time Health supplements is because both their Inositol complex capsules and Myo and D-Chiro Inositol powder form contain the optimal, research-based 40 to 1 ratio of Myo to D-Chiro Inositol. 
This is believed to mirror the physiological ratio of inositol in the body and may work more effectively than taking the inositols individually. To get 15% off your Time Health order, use the code The Collective Wellness 15 at checkout. That's The Collective Wellness 15. Thank you, Time Health. And thirdly, timing your intercourse is really, really key to getting pregnant. You want to be aiming to have sexual intercourse every two to three days, particularly within a day or so of ovulation. The probability of getting pregnant increases with the frequency of intercourse during the fertile window, which is the five days leading up to ovulation and then the day of ovulation itself. Um, Some definitions also include the day after. And for people with regular periods, regular cycles, it's relatively easy to calculate the day of ovulation or at least have a good ballpark figure. But in people with PCOS, if you don't have regular cycles, you may find it actually really challenging to recognise this fertile window, recognise when you're ovulating and when you should be ideally timing sex. So let's talk about some ways you can spot ovulation um, if you do have regular cycles. So first of all, it'd be looking at your cervical mucus. So when you are ovulating, your cervical mucus becomes more copious, wetter, clearer, more slippery, and resembles an egg white. And the composition of this um, mucus, the pH level, and the osmolarity help support sperm vitality and motility. So that's one way you can spot ovulation. Another way is to track your body temperature. So this needs to be done every morning while you're still in bed. Yes, this does mean doing it before you go to the toilet in the morning and ideally within the same hour window every day with the same thermometer. So you can use apps like Clue or Flow or a journal or just note it down somewhere every day to track the changes. You should see about a 0.3 degrees Celsius increase when you have been ovulating. Other ways to, uh, to spot ovulation would be to check for symptoms. So you may feel some pain in your pelvis, you may feel breast tenderness or bloating. So you may also want to track your symptoms throughout the month. When looking at when you're ovulating, a lot of people use home ovulation predictor kits um, to detect the hormone levels surrounding ovulation. So specifically the way they work is they are looking for an increase in LH in the urine, so luteinizing hormone. But this hormone is actually already raised in about 30 plus percent of people um, with PCOS. So these are actually quite inaccurate for people with PCOS. If you are finding it tricky to conceive and you are finding it difficult to know whether you've ovulated or to find out when you've ovulated, then your healthcare team may order a day 21 progesterone test or an ultrasound to check your ovulation status. And if you are still finding it challenging to conceive, there are a number of treatments available from your healthcare team to help regulate your menstrual cycles, to help with ovulation and improve your chances of conception. And these methods will really vary and depend on you as an individual and your health status and your choice. Finally, if you are trying to conceive, then folic acid is key to both your future baby's health, but also supplementing with folic acid has been linked to higher conception rates, an increased chance of ovulation, higher quality eggs and a shorter conception period. 
So the NHS in the UK does recommend taking folic acid before conception and up to 12 weeks gestation. So speak to your registered nutritionist, your dietitian, or your GP about folic acid intake. But really the bottom line from this podcast is that it is possible to have PCOS and get pregnant. If you're looking for more support to conceive with your PCOS, then I'm opening slots my food freedom fertility package on the 6th of December for 2022. Check out my website, I'll leave links down below in the show notes and you can find out how to work with me next year. And thank you so, so much for joining me today. It has been a pleasure speaking with you and I look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you for listening to the PCOS Collective. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, please rate, review and subscribe and join me every Wednesday for a new episode. 